Welcome to Storytelling. This week's guest is a board-certified nurse coach, life coach and business coach. She is no stranger to courage and with courage at the heart of her core values, she lives her life accordingly. She started her journey in the United States Army at the age of 18, deploying to Iraq and completing a one-year tour. She then returned to school where she became a registered nurse working at a level one trauma centre. She has overcome some incredible difficulties in her life but has chosen to step out of the matrix, create a life fully aligned with her beliefs, and each day finds the courage to move forward. Please welcome Amy Frame. Hello, Amy, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Debbie. Thank you for having me. Amy, how do you define courage? Mm. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. It's just the ability to sit in that fear and walk through it. So fear is seen as a barrier to courage? The ability to have courage, you must have fear. So I wouldn't say that it's a barrier, but instead it must be present in order for you to have courage. Tell me about yourself and your story with being courageous because you were in the army from a young age. I joined the army at 18 and I spent a year overseas in Iraq in 2003. And there is kind of where I feel like I really learned what courage was. All throughout my life, I have found ways and abilities to kind of step into that courage, things that frighten me. And then I would decide to go ahead and step into that and do it anyway. And the military was no different with that. How can one push through the fair barriers One of the ways that I've been able to push through those barriers of fear in my life is to be decisive in what I want to create. Me joining the military, it was more about I wanted to be in service. And so even though there was a fear of joining the military and what that may look like, knowing that I was going to be going to war, uh, because when I joined, it was already after September 11th, 2001, right after the United States had been attacked. And so I knew that I was going to be going to war, but I wanted to be of service. I really wanted to serve our nation. I held that really tightly as a young individual since the age of about nine. And so for me, the fear of going to war was less than the desire to serve. And so I think a lot of times for me is finding what my purpose is outside of that fear and then following that has really been a big, intricate way of me stepping into my courage. You mentioned that you had a desire to serve when you joined the army. What was that desire? What drove you to to sign up? It's interesting because I look at a lot of this stuff differently now as, as an adult. But as a child, I had this image that joining the military and being in the military was a way for me to support others. It was a way for me to protect my family and my friends. There was just this deep longing to be in service to other people. That's kind of been a theme throughout my life as I joined and I became a nurse. I loved serving others and caring for others and helping others to heal. And even now, as I stepped out of the medical system, 
because I didn't see the true healing that I believed should be occurring. I've stepped into like life coaching and business coaching and business mentoring. And uh, again, all of these are kind of service-based and feel for me like that desire to serve others created a lot of momentum in my life to be able to step over fear or step over things that were holding me back and be able to just be like, yes, this is true. This is scary. And I have a desire to do this. I want to serve and that's my calling in life. And so I'm going to step over that, whatever that is. And I feel like that's shown up a lot in my life. How do you help some of your clients to overcome their fears? Yeah. One of the things that I often will ask my clients is where are some places that you've been afraid and what was the outcome? Places where maybe they walked through that fear, what that looked like, how that felt. I think the biggest thing that I do with my clients is normalize that, that that is our way of telling ourselves that something may be unsafe, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's true. It could be getting up and standing on stage, that there's a fear there of being seen, but is there actually any physical danger to you? And walking them through that of what that looks like and feels like. That sounds like a really valuable exercise because it does serve as that memory muscle reminder for those individuals that they have overcome that fear. What is the response when people get the reminders that they've overcome something fearful in the past? The biggest reminder that I see or the biggest impact that I've seen is it's not me telling them, hey, you've done these things. It's them telling themselves that they've done these things. And it's that reminder of that internal voice saying, yes, here are all the places that you have stepped over fear. And it's more of a reminder to self. And so I'm just a catalyst to that. Like I support them in remembering those things. But the biggest thing that I've seen in my clients is once they learn how to cultivate that and do that for themselves, that they're able to step into things that scare them more. And they're able to even be more courageous because now it's not me walking them through it. It's themselves walking them through it. That's really very encouraging. What would you say is the thing that you have learned about yourself the most when you have overcome your fears? That it's okay for it to take time. When I'm faced with something that scares me, I allow myself to feel it now. And I give myself time and space to do that. So for me, internally, a lot of times when there's a big move, maybe a new creation in my business or even a shift in life circumstances. It was about a year ago that we sold everything and moved cross country to a different state, left our family and friends behind. And like all of those things were scary. But what I've really found is that I need to sit with that for a little bit. And I need to acknowledge that the fear that I'm feeling and love myself through that. And then eventually I'm like, okay, you got to feel that. Here's where we are. So are you ready to step over that? and let that fear go. And so the process of feeling, like feeling what you're feeling is so important to really move through it and get on the other side without it reappearing over and over and over again. And so that's the biggest thing for me um, that I found. What would you say is the first step for someone to overcome a fear? Yes, definitely acknowledging the fear and having awareness around it. And then asking questions. Okay, where is this fear coming from? What is the actual fear? We'll feel it before we even know exactly why we're feeling scared. Or, you know, when you're moving cross country, it can be a fear of losing your friends and your family, or it can be a fear of 
the logistics or whatever it may be, it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. Once you can acknowledge what the actual fear is, so like awareness around it, then you can kind of dive into, well, is that true? Am I creating what if statements or is the fear true? Like, is it a real fear? And then from there, kind of go down that line of where do I feel this in my body? How can I release that? How can I move that energy? Just like anger or anything else, we feel it in our body. And so it's important to move that through, move the emotion through. And again, that comes from sitting with it, feeling it, allowing yourself to be in it. So Amy, you previously mentioned overcoming your fears whilst being in the army and also more recently moving away from friends and family into an area where you didn't know anyone. How did it feel to actually overcome those fears? Just like every portion of our life, when we do something over and over again and acknowledge that we've done it over and over again, it becomes easier. Fear is just like that. When we exercise our ability to step into it and then get to the other side, and the more often that we're able to do that, we cultivate this forward motion where we're almost this energy that instead of us trying to low crawl through the <laughs> through the discomfort. And I just like, that's the image I get right now is like low crawling through that discomfort and that fear. Now we're able to just gently step over like, oh, here's the next hurdle. Okay, I'm ready. I'm just going to hop over this. It becomes empowering and exciting. You may feel the fear, but then you also are like, oh, I know what comes after this. I'm going to have that feeling of like, I did that. Okay. It creates more energy in my life. And so I look for places in my life now that make me uncomfortable. And then I look at ways that I can step into that. No, I think that's really amazing to just acknowledge those feelings of exuberation after you've overcome a fearful moment in your life. Amy, what would you say is the top tips that you would like someone listening to us to actually take away from this conversation? There's not one person on this planet that doesn't have fears. And you really get to decide what you do with that. You get to stand behind whatever that fear is and stay right there and stay locked in that place, or you get to choose to step over it. And if you don't know how to do that, I just want to remind every single one of you out there as a human being, you are so well resourced. There are resources everywhere to support you to make those huge life-changing decisions. You don't have to be stuck. One of the things that I've heard oftentimes, and I know this is in a book somewhere and I would love to say the name of it, but I cannot remember it. And that's the only bad decision is not making a decision. And I feel like that is what fear does is fear keeps you from making a decision. And so stepping over just even that fear and making a decision, whether it be, yes, I'm going to do this or no, I'm not, is the most empowering thing you can do for yourself. And that alone is stepping into fear and stepping into courage. And so I just invite you to, do small. You can do small things to practice this. What is a decision that's sitting in front of you that you've been afraid to make? Like, how can you step into that and be courageous? Amy, I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Debbie. If you would like further details about Amy, then please follow the links in the show notes. 